Welcome to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin Solomon, Senior Rabbi of Congregation Beth Hillel in Roswell, Georgia. Beth Hillel is one of the largest Messianic Jewish synagogues in the world and provides a place where Jewish people can find the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, and retain their Jewishness. It's also where Gentiles worship and embrace the roots of the faith in drawing closer to God. Click the link in the description to support this ministry or to view our YouTube channel. Let's join Rabbi Kevin now as he shares this word from Scripture. Praise the Lord. I have some words. I think I have some words for everyone here tonight. Amen. How many of you were here last week? <laughs> Praise God. And those that weren't here, where were you? <laughs> Our sister Petra was wonderful, wasn't she? Hey, I had to ask her to pray for me because she raised such a high bar standard. Now, the bar was so high, I said, you have to pray for me, okay? Because I don't know how I'm going to feel that shoe. <laughs> but such as I have, give ID. Is that okay? Is that okay? Okay. Such as I have, give ID. Amen. Um, I have a word for someone here at the sound of my voice. And it's in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. The Lord wants you to know that he desires for you to see his glory. But the impurity of your heart is blocking you. So ask his fire to purify you. Ask his fire to purify your heart. Matthew chapter 5 verse 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Amen. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, the scripture says that The disclosure, the unleashing, the entrance of your word gives light. And we know that darkness cannot co-inhabit with light. Sickness is darkness. Infirmity is darkness. Poverty is darkness. So, Lord, let the entrance of your word tonight give light. Let there be deliverance. Let there be encouragement. Let there be a release of the supernatural that transports your people to their prophetic destiny. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm not like the rabbi that gives you the, the title at the end of the message. So the 
title of the message is very much in line with the word, the song we just heard. The name above all names. Amen. And I can give you a little bit of um, overview of what I'll be talking about. The key points I'll be talking about is that names are important. They can cause good and they can cause evil. The name of the Lord, but the name of the Lord will crush, will overpower, will defeat the effect that every other names may have in your life. Names you accept may be causing you grief, but the name of the Lord gives you relief. God places his name upon you to guarantee your well-being. But more powerful than the names of the Lord is the word of God. Amen? So here we go. The name above all names. There is something about the name of the Lord that we are going to be exploring today. It will be obvious, very clear to all at the sound of my voice that his name is above every other name. It was the name of the Lord that gave David victory over Goliath. That same name is for your victory tonight. Amen? I said amen. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, I'll read from verse 45. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day... The Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day, I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all these assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's. And he will give you into our hands. Verse 49, David put his hand in his bag, took from it a stone, and slung it, striking the Philistine on his forehead, the stone sank into his forehead so that he fell on his face to the ground. Amen. Tonight I am handing over to you smooth stones with which you are going to bring down your Goliath. The name of the Lord is like very smooth stone that brought down Goliath. There is a great victory for you today. If you believe it, say amen. In this realm we live in, names are powerful. 
You say, Brother Godfrey, what realm are you talking about? Talking about the realm of the physical, the realm of the natural, the realm of the fruit of the tree of good and evil, which Adam and Eve ate. ate. Names are very important, even to God, such that Abraham, his name was Abraham, but God had to change his name to Abraham, which means the father of multitude. Jacob's name means the supplanter, one who takes the place of another. But after his encounter with the angel of the Lord, his name was changed to Israel, the prince of God, the ruler with God. Yeshua had to change the name of Simon to Peter. Peter means rock. Now, these names defined the life of Abraham, of Israel, and also of Peter. Most of you here know me as Godfrey. But what, there's something you don't know. Because that was not the name given to me at birth. That name was given to me on the day of my baptism into Christianity, according to the order of England, the colonizer of my people. When you got baptized, you, you're given a name, a new name, different name. But the name I was given on the eighth day of birth, when I was circumcised, was Ihani Chuku. God for me is peace of God, a name I love, but Ihani Chuku is my original name, which means nothing is impossible for God. Amen? Nothing is impossible for God. And I tell you, that name has characterized my life. That name drives my attitude at things. I hardly take a no for answer. Deep within me, I have a stubborn faith. I just believe that everything is possible. That's just me. Because I believe that everything is possible with God. That's what name can do to a person. Amen? In Genesis chapter 5, we see how God gave, I mean, how names give a prophetic story of the world we live in today. You see Adam, whose name means man. Seth, whose name means appointed. Enos, whose name means mortal. Canaan, pain. Mahalael, the blessed God. Jared, will descend. Enoch, teaching. Methuselah, his death will bring forth. Lamach, despair. 
Noah rest or comfort. Somebody did a great job of putting this together. Look at it. It says, man is appointed to mortal pain, but the blessed God will come teaching that his death will bring rest or comfort from despair. Here is the gospel message hidden within names. You can see how the combination of names here tells the story of the world we live in today. But there is a name above all names. There is a name above all these names. And that is the name we are unfolding today. Philippians chapter 2, verse 8, talking about Yeshua, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason, God Almighty highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, that are the name of Yeshua. Every knee should bow in heaven and on the earth, and under the earth. And every tongue profess that Yeshua the Messiah is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 5. For to us a child is born, a son will be given to us, and the government of the world the government will be upon his shoulder. His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, my Father of Eternity, Prince of Peace. Now listen to what he tells you. In John chapter 14, verse 13 and 14, he says to you, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, what did he say? I will do it. Amen? Today, whatever you ask the Father in the name of Yeshua will be done. Yeshua was not talking about praying here. He was not talking about Pleading or begging. The word ask in the original Greek means a demand of something due. A demand of something due. This does not mean, however, that we should go around demanding or ordering God to do something uh, we please. But in his name, we are to request what is legally ours as a result of the victory that Yeshua won on the cross of Calvary. The name of Yeshua represents all that he is before the Father. When we ask in the name of Yeshua, we are presenting to God all that Yeshua is and represents. Think about that. He is the one that signs the check you take to the bank of heaven to cash. And you can be sure that that check will never bounce. 
the request will never be denied. Amen? There may be battles you are facing tonight, battles in your life. You may be struggling under a heavy financial burden. Your husband or wife may be unsaved. Your marriage relationship may be deteriorating right now. You may have unsaved loved ones in your family or around you. You may have friends or relatives that are hooked on drugs or alcohol. Whatever the problem, whatever the need may be, you must remember, you must remember that Satan has been defeated. Amen? I say Satan has been defeated. And you must remember that Yeshua has given you the ultimate strategy. And that strategy is the all-powerful, the indestructible, ever-glorious name that is above all names. Amen? You can face your battles with all the power of heaven backing you up. You can face your challenges knowing that there is a power so big that will make the kingdom and the government of this world to tremble, backing you up. Can I hear, man? Tell you a story. When I was a kid, we didn't have pipe-borne water at home. So to have water, we had to travel a long distance to, with a container to load water from a stream. And we carry that container on our head or on the bicycle because we didn't have pipe on water. That might sound alien to all of you here, but that was my reality. And at once, one instance, my father needed water for his meal and we had none. And he had a cup, a very huge cup. This cup was like a jug, huge. So he gave it to me and asked me to go to the neighbor to ask for water. So I took that jug, <laughs> that cup of a jug, and went to the neighbor to ask for water. When I got to the neighbor's house, the neighbor looked at me, looked at the jug, the cup. And then he said, who sent you? <laughs> then I told him it was my father that sent me. And he willingly filled that cup with water. I mean, why? Because I went in the name of my father. If I had gone in my own name, Definitely, I would have gone back home empty-handed. If you are a believer, there is a name that is backing you up. Whatever is scripturally yours, whatever your request may be, you can come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain 
mercy, favor in the time of need. The Father can never say no to that name. Amen? Maybe they gave you a name based on the experiences of your parents, probably during their, your birth. Remember Rachel. Rachel was Jacob's wife. She had a bad experience giving back to their second child. Because of that, she gave the name of the newborn, Benoni, the son of my pain. But thank God that Jacob intervened swiftly and changed that name. Otherwise, that name could have marked the life of that infant for a very long time. In Genesis chapter 35, verse 16 and 18. But in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, there was a young man named Jabez. He did not have a wise father like Benjamin. He did not. So no one to intervene for him when they gave, her, gave him the name. So his own name got stuck with him. Jabez means one who causes pain or one who causes sorrow. Can you imagine how that young boy must have lived a very miserable life? Everywhere he went, people would say, oh, no, no, I don't want to be around this because it's going to cause some misery to me. People running away from him because, oh, here comes the one that causes misery. Here comes the one that causes sorrow. So you can imagine the pain on, on Jabez. In 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me. Oh, that you will enlarge my territory. Let your hand be on me, be with me, and keep me from harm, so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. God will grant your request, amen. God will grant your request, amen. Maybe circumstances of life have so conditioned you that you have become one with your situation. Maybe it has become one, it has become part of your story, but part of your identity, so that you bear the name of your affliction, just like Jabez. You may have owned that diabetes. You may have owned that cancer, that endless credit card debt, that insomnia, that tumor, to the point that you refer to them now as my cancer, my diabetes, my debt. But I'm here to tell you today that God has a new name for you. God has a new name for you. You are not Jabez. You are not Benoni. Your father calls you Benjamin, the son of my right hand. Amen? Hallelujah. 
whatever meaningless name that you may have, God Almighty redeems it by placing his own name upon you. Amen? Listen to this, brothers and sisters. Names are important. I said names are important. This is why God has given Yeshua a name that is above all names. One more time, Philippians chapter 2 verse 9. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that are the name of Yeshua. Every knee must bow. Both things in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. That sugar diabetes must bow. Can I hear a man? That heart condition must bow. Can I hear a man? That cancer must bow. Can I hear a man? The condition in your ovary must bow. And that chronic financial situation must bow as well. Amen. If it has a name, it must bow to the name that is above all names. Yeshua HaMashiach. Give him praise. I say give him praise. Give him praise. Whatever adverse condition you are going through, whatever named situation that is oppressing you, my brothers and sisters, hear this now. There is a name in God. I said there is a name in God more powerful than the name of your affliction. Call on the name of the Lord, your God in faith, and your condition must bow to it. Amen? Joel chapter 2, verse 32. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be deliverance as the Lord has said, even among the survivors whom the Lord shall call. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 6 and 7. Listen to it. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them. Bring my sons from far away and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Bring Everyone who is called by my name, for I have made him for my honor. Yes, I made him. Are you called by his name? Are you called by his name? Are you called by his name? Hallelujah. Did you hear that? I feel like shouting. Amen. Called by his name. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 10. Then all the nations of the earth will see that you are called by my name, by the name of the Lord, and they will be afraid of you. Amen. God places his name on you so that you can have his divine nature. Poverty and lack cannot stand before the authority of this name. 
The power of sin is crushed by the glory of this name. The question is, do you believe it? Listen to the scripture. We hear this scripture every Shabbat. And in a very short time, we're going to participate in it. Numbers chapter 6, 22 to 28. Again, Adonai spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and to his son saying, Thus you are to bless B'nai Israel by saying to them, Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai turn his face towards you and grant you shalom. Now listen to this. In this way, in this way, they are to place my name over B'nai Israel, and so I will bless them. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong power, and the righteous one runs into it, and they are safe. Mishpahar, we have stood under the blessing of this scripture for years. Like I said earlier, after in a few minutes, we are going to be standing one more time on the pronunciation of this word, this blessing. But I want you to understand what is going on. The Lord is placing his name upon you. He is placing his name upon you. Now allow me a few minutes to mention some of the names of the Lord that are being placed upon you. And what is 10 for? Number one, El Shaddai. Say El Shaddai. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 1, when Abraham was 99 years old, Adonai appeared to Abraham, and he said to him, I am El Shaddai. Continually walk before me, and you will be blameless. This name is translated to as God Almighty. Say God Almighty. The all-sufficient one, it emphasizes God's strength, power, and, and abundance. The word Shaddai comes from the root word Shad. And Shad means bosom. In this understanding, El Shaddai points to God who nourishes. This expresses God's desire for his people to draw substance and strength from him as a child would draw food and nourishment from the mother. Amen? Yeshua revealed God as El Shaddai when he stood outside Lazarus' um, tomb and commanded life to come back into Lazarus' lifeless body. After he had lain four days as dead. In Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, the scripture refers to Yeshua as the almighty God. He is the resurrection. He is the life. He is our source of strength. 
As we abide in him, guess what happens? We draw life from him. We draw nourishment from Yeshua. Second name, Adonai Rapha, the Lord who heals. This simply means, this implies not only the healing of your body, but the healing of your mind, your emotions, and the healing of your spirit. He heals our body, he heals our soul, and he heals our spirit. God identified himself to the Israelites as God their healer. In Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, he said, If you diligently listen to the voice of Adonai your God and do what is right in his eyes, Pay attention to his misvot and keep all his decrees. I will put none of the diseases on you which I have put on the Egyptians. Why? Because I am Adonai who heals you. Amen. He is Adonai who heals you. Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 16. For I will restore health to you and will heal you of all your wounds. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1, the Ruach Adonai Elohim is on me because Adonai has anointed me to proclaim good news, good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Now listen to the classical verse in Isaiah chapter 53. Verse 5, he was pierced because of our transgression, crushed because of our iniquities. The chastisement necessary for our peace of shalom was upon him. And by the stripes that wounded him, what happens? We were healed. Amen? Say, I am healed. Yeshua revealed God, God's name as Adonai, Rapha, when he went from village to village, healing all manner of sicknesses and diseases, as he opened the blind eyes, restored hearing, made the lame to walk, he healed all that were oppressed by the devil. He revealed to the entire world that God is a healing God. I say God is a healing God, and that he has the power to destroy all the works of the enemy. Today, Yeshua is our healer. Yeshua is our healer. Yeshua is our healer because by his stripes, we were healed. Let the name of Adonai Rapha sink into your body. Let it sink into your soul. Let it sink into your spirit and overpower whatever condition you may have right now, both emotionally and spiritually. That sleepless night, in the name of the Lord Yeshua, let it be crushed now. Let our cancer die now. Let our pain vanish now. Let our diabetes be subdued by the power of our living God now. Let, our, let the name of Adonai, Rapha, Elohei Rapha, be imprinted in your soul. Let it be imprinted in your body. Let it be imprinted in your spirit. Say amen. Adonai Nisi, it's another name. The Lord, our standard, our banner. You are the sound of my voice this, this evening. 
and you are going through tremendous injustice. You are being called a criminal that you are not. You are being falsely accused without any way to exonerate yourself. Adonai Nisi is your God. He is raising a banner of favor over you. He is lifting his standard of grace over you. This name reveals God as a mighty deliverer and conqueror who always conquers the enemies of his people. As long as we remain obedient, faithful, Adonai Nisi will always fight for you. Amen? By proclaiming Adonai Nisi, the Israelites acknowledged that their strength and triumph came from the Lord. He was their protector, their leader, and the one who granted them victory in battle. Yeshua revealed God as Adonai Nisi when he defeated Satan, principalities and powers, and made an open show of them. In Colossians chapter 2, verse 15, after disarming the principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in the cross. I declare Adonai Nisi will have war over all your oppressors today in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Adonai Sevaot. Adonai Sevaot. This name reflects God's power over all heaven on earth. His power over all the heavenly and earthly forces. This is why he tells you not to be afraid. Psalm chapter 46, verse 8, 11 and 12. Adonai Sevaot is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. Adonai Sevaot is with us. The God of Jacob is our strong tower. Your enemies should be aware that our Lord, though he is a lamb, is also a lion. Amen? They must be aware of both the kindness and the severity of the owner of your soul. Revelation chapter 19 Verse 11 to 16. Then I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, the one riding on it, is called Faithful and True, and he judges and makes war in righteousness. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and many royal crowns are on his head. He has a name written that no one knows except him. He is clothed in robe, dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the word of God. And the armies of heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, so that with it, he may strike down the nations. 
and he shall rule them with an iron rod. And he threads the winepress of the furious wrath of Elohei Sevaot. On his rope and on his thigh, he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I say King of Kings and Lord of Lords. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Amen. Amen. Our God is a consuming fire. You don't mess with our God. Amen. Adonai Jireh, the Lord will provide. Maybe you have been struggling financially to make ends meet. Even though you have been very faithful with your tithe and offering, yet you can hardly afford your needs. You may have you may be concerned even now how you're going to pay the, ne the bill next week. You may even be saying to yourself that you cannot send your children to college. Probably the society itself has tagged you and given you a name. Poor, low-income class. But there is a new name for you. I say there is a new name for you today. Adonai Jireh, the Lord is my provider. He provides adequately what you need and when you need it. Amen. Begin to call yourself by that new name and see the God who created the universe, the heavens and the earth, the owner of all gold and silver, the owner of all animals in a thousand hills. He will provide for you. Remember, how he provided for Elijah during the three years of famine. Remember how he provided for that widow of Seraphat. Remember how he fed 5,000 men with just five loaves and two fish. He will provide for you. He will make way where there seems to be no way. He will lead you into green pastures just Trust in him. Amen. Psalm chapter 23. This is a classical psalm that we all know even by head. Adonai, verse 1 to 2 and verse 5 to 6. Psalm 23, 1 to 2 and 5 to 6. Adonai is my shepherd. I will not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do something, brothers. Hallelujah. That makes me happy. Hallelujah. Adonai Shalom, the Lord our peace. Are you under tremendous warfare? Have the storms of life arisen against you? Does it seem like everything you built is crumbling, falling apart on your watch? Maybe your marriage is under attack. Your children may have fallen victim 
of the rebellion of a rebellious generation. Perhaps you don't feel the peace at home, at job anymore. Even the thought of going to, job, to, the, to work, to the office, causes some depression because of the atmosphere at your workplace. Have you suddenly fallen under spiritual attack from different areas of your, of your life? And have you lost that peace that you normally have, the peace that characterizes you? Well, this is the time to call upon Adonai Shalom. The Lord, your peace, he will crush your adversaries under your feet. Romans chapter 16, verse 20. Now, the God of shalom, the God of peace, will soon crush Satan under your feet. May the grace of our Lord Yeshua be with you. Now, time will not allow me to go deep into all the names by which our blessed Lord has manifested himself in the realm of man. But I want you to know that he is also called Adonai Shammah, the Lord who is here. Amen? He is always here to help you, to rescue you, to guide you. He said, I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. I am with you to the end of time. Do you believe it? He is El Gibor, the mighty God, to whom nothing is impossible. He is the maximum authority in the infinite universe. He is Elohei Metsudati, the Lord, my fortress. He is your refuge and your hiding place. He is Elohei Suri, the Lord, my rock. Psalm 18 verse 3 states, Adonai is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in him I take refuge. My shield, my horn of salvation, my stronghold. He is Adonai Roi, the Lord my shepherd. He will take care of you. That is why he says to you, do not fear. Let not your heart be troubled. I have overcome the world. John chapter 10, verse 11. He said, I am a good shepherd. A good shepherd lays down his life for, for the sheep. He is Adonai Sidkenu, the Lord our righteousness. Are you struggling with sin and weakness? Run to him. He will become your righteousness. He is Elohei Yeshi. We just sang that. The Lord, my salvation. There is no other name given to man by which we can be saved. Only Yeshua saves. Amen. He is Adonai Mekedesh, the Lord who sanctifies. He alone makes you holy, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Say amen. Say it one more time. Say it again. Hallelujah. Let us, however, remember that he is also Adonai, Hashofet, Hasadik. Adonai, Hashofet, Hasadik. 
the righteous judge, who will one day judge both the dead and the quick. He will render justice in fairness. Amen. In conclusion, I want to encourage us to form the habit of immersing ourselves in the names of God so that we may live a more fruitful life on earth. Immerse yourself in the names of God. Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing, immersing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We normally use this scripture to underscore the need for water baptism, and that is okay. But there is more to this scripture. If we are to read it carefully, we will understand that this verse that forms the basis of, um, of the Great Commission is saying that we must teach the nations until they are saturated, immersed in the names of the Father, in the names of the Son, and in the names of the Holy Ghost, which are Adonai Elohim, Adonai Rohi, Adonai Rapha, Adonai Shama, Adonai Sevaot, Adonai Mikedesh, Adonai Sikenu, Adonai Yishi, Adonai Mikedesh. Our goal in preaching the gospel must always be to make it absolutely clear and demonstrate it that our God is a healing God, that our God is a good shepherd, that our God is right, our righteousness, the one who fights our battles, our defense, in our high tower, our peace, and our provider our Savior, our Counselor. We must make it clear that He is I Am. The I Am that I Am, the Almighty. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Praise the Lord. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. And everyone who, who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be deliverance. Adonai is everything you need whenever you need it. He is your liberator in time of conflict, your provider in time of need, your healer in time of sickness, your salvation and forgiving father when you are wrong. He is your baptizer and the Holy Ghost and fire. Now, how many of you need him today? How many need him today? I sure do. Amen. Now, as wonderful as the names of the Father, as the names of God are, as we have seen, the scripture says in Psalm chapter 138, verse 1, verse 2, I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and for your truth. Listen to this. For you have exalted your word above all your name. Let us think a little bit. We've just seen 
powerful names of the Father that can accomplish glorious things in our lives. He's saying he has exalted his name, his word, above his name. God's word is exalted above his names. For his name, for this, his name, these names we just talked about to work for you, you must recognize the word. In John chapter 1, with this I close, with John chapter 1, verse 1 to 5, and verse 14, which says, In the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were made through him, and apart from him, nothing was made that was made. In, in him was life, and the life was the light of man. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overpowered it. And the word became flesh, verse 14. The word became flesh. The word became flesh and tabernacled among us. We looked upon his glory, the glory of the one and only begotten son of the father, full of grace and truth. Listen to this in John chapter 1, verse 12. But whoever did receive him, those trusting in his name, to these he gave the right to become children of God. Are you a child of God today? Are you a child of God today? If you're not, it's not too late to become one. That word that became flesh is Yeshua. That word that became flesh is Yeshua, my Savior, my Redeemer, my bread of life, my Lord, and my King. Is he yours too? Is he yours too? He is the creator of all things, the only begotten of the Father. He is the Holy One of Israel, the Rose of Sharon. He is the good shepherd. He is the light of the world. He is called wonderful counselor, the mighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace, our high priest, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. He is the alpha and he is the omega, the son of God and the son of man. He is Yeshua, the Messiah, the way, the truth, and the life, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. If you believe it tonight, I want you to stand up and give him praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Ancient of Days, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Everlasting Father, the Glorious One, who was, who is, and shall forever be. If you don't know him, this is a great opportunity. Bow your head, please. I want everyone to repeat this prayer. My Father, my God, thank you for your names. I receive your name in my heart. I thank you for the power in your name. I believe Yeshua is my salvation. In him alone, 
I can come boldly to the throne of grace. I ask that Yeshua would be my Lord forever. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your name. You are my Savior. You are my righteousness. You are my healer. You are my peace. You are my shepherd. You are my provider. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend. We would be grateful to receive your tax-deductible gift to further the good news of Messiah Yeshua. To make a contribution, please click on the PayPal link in the description. Also, to view our regular services, click the link in the description for our YouTube channel. If you would like more information about Yeshua the Messiah or how you can become part of our Bethlehem family, please visit our website at www.bethhalel.org. That's B-E-T-H-H-A-L-L-E-L.org. Or call 770-641-3000. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, please visit us for an Arab Shabbat service, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, or Shabbat services, Saturday mornings at 11. God bless and Shalom. Nine, nine, nine.